Welcome back to Versus Extreme. I'm Marcus Driscoll on the highway to hell. I'm Tommy Calhoun. An Atlanta traffic jam. And I'm Tim. Stairway to heaven. Huh? Stairway to heaven. No. 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 Flying down Snakeway. Uh, okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm digging this travel-themed verses that we've got going on here. Yeah. yeah. You can't pressure me to say Stairway to Heaven. I actually was going to do Stairway to I thought Tommy was going to say Stairway to Heaven, and I wasn't sure what I was going to say. Oh. But then after Tommy said um, Atlanta oh, traffic. Oh, oh. What, what do you call those things in airports, like the walkways that you go on, that like, they, it's like conveyor belts, but for people? Moving sidewalks? Oh, yeah. You could have said moving sidewalk to purgatory. Oh. And it's like a... Nice. That would be really good. And it's kind of like the worst of both worlds. Yeah. Yeah. Well, funny thing, Purgatory, Mm because it's kind of like the best of hell and the worst of heaven. Yeah. So it just kind of (laughs) sucks. Yeah. That's like the thing. Wait, I feel like it's like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The best of hell and the worst of... Yeah, that stands to reason. Yeah. Yeah. See, in my head, when you say the best of hell, I'm thinking like... In hell terms, the best parts are like, in our terms, the worst parts. You know what I'm saying? So when you're in hell and you're saying, like if, say, you're uh, Satan and you're trying to say, this is the best part of what I have going here, it's probably the, like, shittiest thing anyone can imagine. Yeah, if you work at Hell, Inc. and your quarterly yeah. evaluation is coming right, up, yeah. Yeah, yeah, then, yeah. then you go and sit in your office and Azazel is like... No, you had it right the first time. It's a boffice your 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 boffice, yeah, uh-huh. your boss's office, your boffice... And he's Azazel's like, hmm, this is excellent. You've tortured 35,000 souls in the last quarter. Very good job. Mm-hmm. Um, Sazaseth. I don't know. I'm trying to yeah, fucking no, no, make you a got human it. You got it. That's it. You got it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you guys just uh, stand to do um, a, a little bit more pitchfork toting around and a little bit more uh, or kicking dirt into the faces of people in Circle mm-hmm. 5. And you'll just be, you might be ready for a promotion. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so uh, the best part about that is that this guy, the guy who's been doing really good, what was his name again, Tommy? Zazasinath or some shit. Zazasinath. Yeah. So then Zazasinath, that guy's the best of hell. He's the best at doing hell. Well, if he was the best, he would have got that promotion. And now he has to now he has to waddle on back home. And he comes inside, takes the tie off, sets down the briefcase, briefcase, and his demon, uh, you know, partner. They're like, uh, "Oh, how's work today?" And he was like, "Oh, it's fine, just fine." Somebody plays his Athanathanen. Yeah, it was just fine. K- Kazareth. <laughs> okay. I told you not to talk to me about work when we're at home. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Wait, why Christ. is this guy such a rude dude? Well, no, he's just in a bad mood because he didn't get his promotion. Well, that doesn't mean that <laughs> yeah, he's just, just being a dick, dude. Else. Yeah, he's being yeah. a dick to his partner. Yeah, what a jackass! I was imagining this this going a completely different way. Where he's just like, oh, I didn't get the promotion. He's a demon. <laughs> Well, yeah. Okay, just because he's a demon doesn't make him an asshole, Tommy. Yeah, that's fucking stereotype, right? <laughs> yeah, dude. Lay off, bro. This is an inclusive podcast. Oh god, he exactly. didn't work at hell because he's a nice guy. <laughs> that's exactly <laughs> how you get. I imagine to hell. Z- knowing Zazathanathanen, it's like I feel like that was the only place open. You know, like yeah, you know, he it was, was after two thousand eight, middle of the recession. Mm-hmm. He's just mm-hmm. trying to find steady work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, sometimes, you know, he was open to relocating for a job as long as he was well-paying and he could support his family. Where would he get relocated to? To hell. What do you mean? Yeah. 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 So he works there now. Where else would he get relocated to? sure there's, like, some other eternities that, like, he was working in, you know? Like like, Arkansas? (laughs) Like Arkansas? Yeah. Yeah. That's one plane of eternal, of eternity? Yeah. That is the highway to hell is just any road that leads into Arkansas. (laughs) 
and that one that one girl who does the vine like the uh kansas kansas arkansas arkansas yeah yeah america explain she's mm-hmm. the she's god yeah she's, the, uh, she's big god yeah i was confused let's do a question huh please okay, i have one so this one comes from at case of spades 32 thank you at case of spades 32 thank you at case of spades 32 and it is who would steal more things from a walmart the belcher children from bob's burgers mm-hmm. versus ed ed nettie from oh. ed ed mm. nettie okay i know yeah okay i will say you guys know a lot more about ed ed nettie than i do no i'm saying i know who would do it already i know who would win oh you know who would yeah. win tommy why don't yeah. you cut us off a slice of that pie yeah uh it would be ed ed nettie mm. because they are the most rambunctious and most wild children in the world. Okay. Um, and they are incredibly adept at just getting into a bunch of shit that they're not supposed to for any multitudes of reasons. That's fair. And the feel like the Belcher children would just like, they wouldn't steal things. They mm-hmm. would just like go into the craft aisle and use the crafts to put on a three man show of like, Music Man or something okay. like. <laughs> now I have some strong opinions about this. I Not strong opinions. I want to. I want to. I have strong opinions. Okay, I have some moderate opinions. So we'll. we'll I want to start with mine, and then okay. we can fin- we can continue on with Marcus's um, yelling um, mm. that will ensue after I talk. Yeah, I gotta warm up my vocal cords. Yeah, just yeah. <laughs> get ready because this audio is about to clip. Okay, so Ed, Ed, and Eddie. Like, if they wanted to steal, they were driven to stealing. They would get caught so fast. By the Walmart employees. They'd get away, And even if they got away, they would not be able to steal enough things to beat the Belcher children. Because we have, in the Belcher children, we have Louise, Mm -hmm. who would have the ultimate plan to steal Mm -hmm. as many things as possible. Jean, who would 100% go along with it. And Tina, who, at the very least, could act as a distraction for everyone else. So, I guess my question is, like, are they going in with the intention to the, to steal, or yes. is it like they're all going into Walmart and just doing their regular things and come out and just how much stuff they've stolen? Is... They're all tr- they're trying. Okay, to steal. if they're That's trying the to steal, um, see, like you know how in Ed, Ed and Eddie they got those big jawbreakers. Nope. Well, they do. They got jawbreakers that are like the size of their body, and they yeah. just stick them all into like one cheek of their mouth, so they could just chipmunk and stick shit into their cheeks okay, okay. Here, and then um, carry it out I went, okay marcus please bring some bring some sense into here here we go this. so i got a few things that i'm gonna say okay uh-huh. and i require your absolute undivided attention i've got some problems with you people and you're gonna hear about it <laughs> yeah here we go so first off i want to address the jawbreaker issue the jawbreakers are large in the show Mm-hmm. And that's kind of a stylized choice because the jawbreakers look that big when you're a kid. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so they're like, they can stick them in their mouth like that because, like, you can stick a jawbreaker in your mouth. Mm-hmm. But they... Now, they... Wait, I'm not fucking finished. Can I finish? <laughs> I guess. <laughs> wait, okay. Marcus, I have a question. No, can I? I'm going fi- to... Let me do this thing first. Okay. Now, Ed, the dumb one, the green jacket. Yeah. Uh, I will give you this, Tommy. Mm-hmm. He can put anything he wants to in his mouth. He, yeah, he ate a bed. He did eat a bed. And he he does shit like that on the reg. Yeah. Wait, didn't he eat a house or something like that, too? Probably. At one Probably. point? Sounds like Ed. Yeah. yeah. Classic Ed. I've seen every episode, but it's been years. Okay, so maybe like, that was just a fever dream that I had when I was Honestly, four. probably not. Oh. Now, did you have another question, Tom? You know, I did. And honestly, Marcus, 
Honestly, cool. I'm a little bit embarrassed at this point. You're fine. I, I done no, forgot it. Like, no, 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 no. I'm not finished yet. Let me fucking finish, dude. I <laughs> you let here. Tim go. I thought you were done. No, dude. You, I let you say your thing about the bed in the house. Okay. That being said. Yeah. Ed, Ed and Eddie is um, always sunny for children. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. Eddie is one of those assholes and always sunny. Mm-hmm. Ed is Charlie. He's just dumb. Mm-hmm. He doesn't know what he's doing. And Double D is the only one with the conscience. He's the one who brings it back down. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And so, that being said, they always get their comeuppance at the end of the episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, they're not going to make it out of Walmart alive if they're stealing shit. They're going to get, they're gonna get, wait fucking, they're gonna get wait. fucking murdered. Wait, what? Wait, what? That's how it ends every episode. They wait die? a second. Hold on a second. That is, I don't, I didn't I don't watch it. Can I finish? Of... Okay. Can I fucking you know, finish? Sorry. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> now, the Belcher kids, Tina doesn't want to do it, but she's going to. Yes. Louise will absolutely steal anything that she wants to in the store. Yes. Gene will be apprehensive at first, and then Louise is going to come up with something to get him really into it. Yeah. And then they steal everything and bring it back to the shop. Yeah. And Bob gets mad. Yeah. And then they die. Wait a second. So, the real question yeah. comes down to, do you have to get the shit out of Walmart? Yeah, my my what I imagined being like steal things from Walmart is walking out of the door with possessions. Yeah. Okay, here's what it is. Unarrested. Here's what it is though. Because I understand why you guys are trying to take over this question, you know? But I am the arbiter and I my my word is law. And I okay. am saying I I didn't I wasn't trying to challenge that. <laughs> oh. I was just saying what I interpreted it as because oh, okay, there was no me. clear definition given. I'm sorry. You know what? I came at you with a lot of aggression right yeah, there. Yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of high energy in the studio today. <laughs> um okay, so Is it a full moon? Can I fucking finish? Yeah. Can I yes! finish? Yes, yes Mark is just finished. Just go. Okay. Please. The Belcher's kid wins. Like, easy peasy. Why? Yeah, easy absolutely. Clap. Every time, Belcher's take it. <sighs> absolutely. Because the, the Ed's, Eddie's going to try to take something. Ed's going to get into it for a second. And then Double D's not going to give in. And then convince Ed, uh, convince Ed that stealing's wrong. And then he's going to feel bad. And he's going to beat up Eddie. And then they're going to get arrested or thrown out or something like that. Kevin's going to call him a dork. Roll credits. Belcher kids, like I said, they take all the shit that they want to from Walmart. And then they get back home. And their parents are mad at them, but they don't get arrested, and then they learn a lesson or some shit. But yeah, but I feel like but Louise keeps a lot of stuff. Probably is the thing. Probably. But I feel like in every episode of Bob Bur- Bob's Burgers that I've seen, the kids like crazy plans or whatever just like very rarely work out. Right Dude, they work out like they all work the time. out like all the time. Are you sure? Most of the I've time. I've seen the I'd first say. eight seasons plus some. Yeah, dude. I'm like I've seen a lot of, of the Bob time, Burgers their kids, in my the, day, the plan dude. fucking works out. Dude. Like. They work, but like not in the way they want it to. Yeah, but the thing, but the thing <laughs> about the heads is like it never works <laughs> at all. I don't know, man. Tommy, you're you're back in the wrong horse, my dude. Like I don't know, and like I was saying before, dude. Even if the heads take a bunch of stuff, they're gonna get caught, and then they lose because you can't get caught. You can steal things and still be caught, though. Like that's that's not what like stealing what? is. Stealing is just taking things that isn't yours. There's Tell nothing me. about but being you caught. Just earlier, it. you were talking about like to to steal, you have to walk out of the store, and not get arrested. Yeah, yeah. And you can get, get caught arrested. and not get arrested. People can see you, and you can be like, "Bye." Yeah, and but then the ads aren't going to do that. Yeah, like, they're not going to do that. And also, they if they get caught, and also if they get caught and not arrested, it insinuates that all the stuff that they took was taken back from them. In that case, they didn't even get to steal it. I it's mean, not theirs they stole anymore. It for a little bit doesn't count. It doesn't count. Also, here's something. Here's something we haven't talked about. The Belchers. They're pretty morally gray. Yeah, agreed. Mm-hmm. That's def- stealing is definitely up their wheelhouse. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. The Eds, too sweet, too innocent, too much nice. Are you boys. fucking kidding me? 
Does this has this man ever fucking watched television, dude? I've watched Ed, Ed, and Eddie a lot. Yeah, me too. Those kids dude. are fucking bastards. Every single one yeah, of them. Bastards, but they're not gonna fucking steal. <laughs> yes, they would, especially if it was their goal. If someone was like, "You're racing against these other kids to yeah, steal," yeah, but you're okay, you tell me, Double D would steal. Yes, if that was what he was told to do. But no, here's the no. thing. Especially if Ed and Eddie made him. <laughs> but here's the thing, Tommy. Chance, they would fuck it up and they'd get caught. And that goes against the spirit of the question. And I have put into the rules of this question, baked in the pie of this beautiful question, is one little teeny rule that says no getting caught. See, but that is the structure of their show. That is not their physical capabilities. I'm saying that Ed, Ed, and Eddie are more physically and mentally adept at stealing and doing bastard shit than the Belchers are. But I'm saying you're. I'm, we're, we're saying that's not. No, I don't. I, don't think I, I think that the Ed, Ed, Ed and Eddie could okay, how about this, physically Tommy? overpower adults in order hey, to steal things. Let's let's put it up to a vote. This is unfair. Who thinks? Who <laughs> thinks? This is horseshit. This is kangaroo court. <laughs> who thinks that Ed, Ed, and Eddie would win? Say I. Me. I. All right. Who thinks I, the Belcher kids? I. Oh would wait, win? that's like six or seven people who right there. Who thinks the Belcher kids would win? Not me. Nobody. I. Nobody does. <laughs> Not a do. single goddamn right. person. The eyes have it. Fuck you. <laughs> next, Tommy, question. next question. Ugh, I hate this house. <laughs> this is a Reddit question from the Who Would Win subreddit. Uh, it was posted by Peculiar Pangolin Man. Thanks, Peculiar um, Pangolin Thank Man. you for posting this question. And yes. it is, <laughs> who would win Clifford the Big Red Dog versus Captain America? Um, Wait, what? There's two rounds, but I'm going to take the second round because it's more interesting. Clifford is bloodlusted and Captain America has his shield. <laughs> okay. Uh, it takes place on the beach of Birdwell Island, which is that island that Clifford the Big Red Dog lives on. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Birdwell lives on. Hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and they start 100 meters apart. Clifford, easy clap. Are you sure? Yes. Wait, hold on a second. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Because whenever I first heard this question, I was on the side of logic. And I was just like, there's no way a, a big dog could take on a superhero with superhuman capabilities and an indes effectively indestructible shield. Yeah. There is no means through which Clifford the Big Red Dog could destroy that shield. So for the purpose of this question... It is indestructible. Mm -hmm. Okay, let me pitch you this. Okay, mm -hmm. please do. Clifford has been catching like trash can lids and all kinds of shit his entire life, and so all he has to do is catch it and then eat it. Just <gasps> Holy wait! Shield. Whoa! Whoa! Wait a second! <laughs> I just changed wait. the fucking game, dude. I just saw Winky fucking do a one eighty in his mind, dude. He just has to eat it. It doesn't get destroyed. Wait, wait, no, wait, hold on, wait, wait, wait. It doesn't get destroyed, bro. I, I honestly, at this point, don't even know what to say. He eats it. I don't even know. Just swallow it. What to say? And then he goes over to Cap and he says, Ow. "Yeah." <laughs> he goes, he goes, Ow. okay, like that. So, so he swallows Cap and the shield and the shield. Yep, they're alive in his belly. Yep, and Cap starts beating his way out with the shield. Oh yeah, that's true. Never mind, Marcus. <laughs> I take okay, it back. Okay, okay, I take it. Okay, I take it back. Here's another scenario. Mm -hmm. He eats the shield. All of these scenarios, he eats the shield. Uh huh. Second one, he goes over to Captain America and just hop and then spits him out. Like, like hops his top half and just kind of like you know gives him a big split. 
and then spits him out. Wait a second. Well, so okay. you're saying it's just really like just, you're just like expecting just really, Captain America to stand there. Yeah, well, he just really just kills him. Is the well, thing. Captain what America, is he going to do? It's a big fucking he's dog. He's going to dodge. What do you mean? Yeah, Wait a second. He's, he's a superhuman. Okay, he no longer has his shield. How does he win? Also, hold on a second. Let me go ahead and put this out here. Let me go ahead and put this out here. Uh, Marcus, yeah. I know you're a big fan of the Kingdom Hearts series. Yes. Would you equate Clifford the Big Red Dog to a one-headed Cerberus size-wise? Size-wise? Yeah. Yeah. I think we've got dimensions for Clifford, don't we? Do we? Yeah, pull up some dimensions. I, I let me let me catch this really quick. The research center, dude. Yeah. Depiction of Clifford's size is inconsistent. He is often shown about thirty feet tall, from paws to head. Boom. We'll call it that. Yeah, that sounds yeah, about right. Yeah, that sounds like fine. Yeah. So yeah, he's he's got he's got a little bit bigger than Cerberus. Thirty huh? feet tall is like three stories. Bit. Yeah. Yeah. So Cerberus is around two and a half, three stories. Um, who? Well, no, I'd say Cerberus is about two stories. Uh, uh, he's bigger in Kingdom Hearts one. Yeah, he is. He is bigger than Kingdom Hearts. So, one. is this question about Kingdom Hearts, or is it about Clifford the Big Okay, Red Dog? okay, but no. This, this is the, this is the upshot to what I was trying to say earlier. Is that the mechanics of fighting a beast that size mm-hmm. uh, is you know it's not that hard to literally just dodge out of the way. Yeah, I would venture to say that Cerberus moves pretty quickly as far as his heads go, but like aside from that, he can't have that many feats of dexterity. But Captain America is like he can just. Bah, bah, but Clifford, Clifford does have feats of dexterity, though. What are they? What are they? He can, like, jump from land onto a ship back to land. He's done that shit before. Yeah, he but can that also, doesn't like, mean jump... he can move quickly within, like, a... it's it's more about small movements. He oh, can dude, do... he, can... he can jump in broad strokes. He can do broad uh, stuff. Uh, okay, but I'm talking about small saying. little movements. Captain America can just, whoop, he's over here. Whoop, 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 he's yeah. over here. Whoop, whoop, where'd he go? Okay, but how does he... How does... Oh, he's far away. He's okay, far away. But that just means that Clifford just has to get one lucky shot on Cap to kill him no so like what does what does cap do to to kill clifford or but i'm saying cap that cap he he's not gonna go down in one hit he's not a regular human yeah okay but but these are all like like his his like uh defensive feats so like what does cap do to win he jump he, he gets up on its back yeah he gets up on his back and he monster hunters this shit yeah he monster he hunters goes, it he bah, just starts bah, bah. Punches, so he punches, punches Clifford's fur is what you're saying. Yeah. Well, no, he could like he could like he can get him in a, in a little hole. He can pinch that nerve. Yeah, see, like, but the thing is, like, if you know you the one nerve, on, like a dog, like if he could get up on Clifford's head, there's not a lot Clifford could do. He could like shake him, but like if Cap could like get in his ear, then he could like deafen Clifford, or he could like punch his eyeball, or like That's, punch his nose, okay. well, which yeah. are like horrible things. But like if he's fighting against a giant ravenous red dog beast, then okay, <laughs> yeah, let me throw you this, dude. Cap gets up on his back. Clifford rolls over. He knows how to do it, dude. Emily Elizabeth taught him. Well, well, uh, then he's exposed his weakest, uh, his weakest part, his belly. Cap's, Cap's underneath him now. Yeah, but that is yeah, but Cap mean. can just like like as Clifford's thirty-story tall body is falling down, Cap just jumps over on the other side. Yeah, then he gets back up. But then, yeah, Cap... but it would be a lot longer for him to get back up and give Cap plenty of time to punch him. Yeah. Plus, like, Captain America's a lot stronger than a regular human because he went through the super soldier program. Yeah, but, like... Yeah, Captain America has can literally... He can split a log with his hands. Do yeah, you know how much strength like... it takes to do that? He could literally grab a piece of Clifford and... I hate saying <laughs> no, this. No, 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 no. I he really hate saying this. He grabs by the tail this. and Super Mario 64's him. <laughs> he can totally do that, <laughs> no though. Way, dude. So long, gay Bowser. Yeah, so long, gay Bowser. Okay. Say long, gay Clifford. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but... What's like his like? I mean, Captain America can't pick up a building. No, no. But, and Clifford's thirty stories. But that doesn't mean stories, he weighs stories. of uh, as much as thirty stories of concrete. Right. Yeah. yeah. But like, I feel like Clifford is a little out of his range. 
okay, pick well, him up. even still, it, all it would take is one good solid like grip onto one of Clifford's feet and a punch, and he can break his feet. Like, I, okay, I don't, I don't like saying that because it's it's harsh, and it, he's a big old dog, and we all love I'm, him. You guys aren't just, you guys just aren't going to convince me on this. Clifford, Clifford beats Cap. You're not going to convince us Seven on out this. Yeah. Then. I'm f- okay, I'm fine with that. Captain America is also one of the greatest tacticians on Earth. Yeah. So I think he would be able to approach well, the Well, Clifford's fight. the biggest dog on Earth. Yeah, so who cares? Who cares? He's got up against bigger stuff, Marcus. Yeah, like Captain America's got the skill. Captain America's fought off aliens before. Aliens yeah. bigger than Clifford. Yeah. yeah. Nah. Clifford wins, dude. It does say that Captain America can lift a tree. So he just runs on to beat uh, the fucking island and he grabs a tree and just starts beating <laughs> Clifford with a big clifford. Oh, oh, no. My poor boys. Hey, I got something. Okay. Bump. When it counts. That was a good one. Okay, so who would win in this fight when it counts? That's not how this fucking game works, and I fuck it up every time. Okay. Okay. Shovel Knight. Yes. After completing his duties in the Mysterious Tower. Yes. Is transported. Magically and mysteriously. Oh, no. To the planet Namek. Oh, my God. Where? Unbeknownst to the Z fighters, the Ginyu Force has just crash landed. Mm-hmm. Okay. Shovel Knight versus Ginyu Force. How does Shovel Knight win? Does he fight them all at once, or, or is it like fight boss them rush like, style? Yeah. What? We'll say boss rush style. Okay. So this is and it's in the order of the anime. So it's uh, Guldo, Raccoon, Birder Jace, Ginyu, Ginyu. What's I forget all their like special things. Guldo, uh-huh. once he holds his breath. Freeze time, right? He can freeze time, but he can't hold his breath that long. He's very out of shape. He's also telekinetic. Mm-hmm. Raccoon is just a fucking brick shit house. Like he's just mm-hmm. big, big boy. Yeah. Big. Mm-hmm. Uh, Burr and Jace, they both got speed going on. That's mm-hmm. like their thing. Okay. And then Ginyu can switch bodies. Yeah. So against Guldo, Shovel Knight, fucking uh, what's he, what's he got? He's got the fucking. I'm trying to think of like what items he has. That would help him. Guldo, I can tell you this. This is how he beats Guldo. Yeah. Because, like, Shovel Knight's all about timing, right? Yeah, yeah, You'd yeah. You'd say so? I would say so, absolutely. All he has to do is phase lock it right before Guldo freezes time. And then he's he's invincible for the entire time. That's very That's true. That's frozen. Mm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think for the Speed Boys, he could use the Dust Knuckles. Because those essentially let him like dash through things like the, oh yeah the yeah he, he does get some, uh, some power armor from that i'm gonna yeah. put this out there i'm gonna put this out there i'm gonna slide it in okay i don't think he needs any weapons to beat any of them i think he can do it without any of it i would agree with you tim if there was only someone who had completed a run of shovel knight that's me completed a run of shovel Knight. i have with no items i have and no boosts you've gotten to mysterious tower okay first okay <laughs> let me okay hold on a second <laughs> a second because marcus is trying to call me out right now for one save file that i have in shovel knight now i'm gonna okay i'm a i'm a shovel knight lover i love shovel knight yeah also i want to get i want to get out in front of this real quick okay tim is much better at shovel knight <laughs> the og Tim's shovel, a god knight. At shovel knight <laughs> i love shovel knight and i have done multiple runs of shovel knight where you don't i don't use any of the items right and don't pick up any of the health buffs yeah the one that I did complete was you get two free health buffs in the game. I picked those up, and that was it. I beat that one. However, in the alternative, you have a third less health. Yeah. And it is significantly more difficult. Right. I have not beat that one. However, I still didn't use any items, Marcus. Thank you. Yeah. 
Now, enough talk about uh, that. Um, I don't think it's necessary. I think... I feel... Okay, are we taking this in the world of DBZ? Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I th- A I little think... bit here and there. Yeah. Okay. I think it's taking in the world of DBZ, but I think, like, Shovel Knight's items are scaled to match that world's power yeah. in and regards to their, like, capability. Yeah. Shovel Knight's feet still sense. transfer. Like, the mechanics that make Shovel Knight do his shit mm-hmm. yeah, transfer. Yeah, yeah. I think he would have to have his... um some items to fight the speed boys because like he can jump well but shovel knight's not really that fast he's not that fast but really jumping is like the only thing he needs and i don't want to sound like a dumbass when i say that but i guess more so along the lines of just like the way that he can situate himself no matter Mm -hmm. what thing is coming at him is kind of just like why does he need to move fast when he can just jump well these are guys that fight people that fly all the time yeah so like they're used to aerial combat so if shovel knight could jump good it doesn't necessarily make him potent against these fighters yeah the okay so okay if we're taking shovel knight's feats i feel like we should go ahead and say that his shovel is invincible oh yeah Yeah. if he hits a projectile with his shovel he's fine Mm -hmm. it just it blocks it back so someone's coming at shovel knight they're rushing him Mm -hmm. he jumps they're right below him down shovel he down shovels they Mm -hmm. can't attack him from that direction mm-hmm. and they can't shoot projectiles from that direction they go behind him he quickly turns around side shovels what can they do absolutely nothing i think well okay i think there's a little yeah. more nuance than that yeah because if they like dash but, out of the range of his shovel and he side shovels then he's yeah. like got so much lag after he side shovels that they just do the like what the, 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 and beat the shit out of him <laughs> wait the what they do an anime this? where they go what the, 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 and okay, punch okay, like 60 okay, times okay, in one okay, second okay, yeah. Yeah. yeah i don't want to okay, okay we're so talking okay yeah, he yeah. beats guldo we've already settled that yeah, yeah he does beat guldo i think he beats raccoon because he beats raccoon for sure raccoon's mm-hmm. a racer gun easy peasy just reflect it with the shovel yeah his what Raccoon's a racer gun. It's like oh, his a racer gun. Man, yeah. I thought you said like his razor gun. <laughs> yeah, like what his is gun that? made by Motorola razors. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It shoots razors. Wait, do you see? And, the- then, cl- and then collapses into a nifty clamshell design. Clap. <laughs> uh, you say a, a razor gun? E- eraser. Eraser gun. Yeah. His eraser gun. Raccoon. Eraser gun. I barely know her gun. The, the, oh, the, to- the name of the no. attack. Shut the fuck up. The, na- <laughs> the name of the attack. Yes. Is- Raccoon eraser gun. Okay, okay. Mm. I was okay. Carry on. Yeah. Yes. So anyway, he reflects that back. Yeah. Mm. Kills Raccoon. Yeah. yeah. Speed boys. I, yeah. I I I think the speed boys give him the most problems. At I think so too. Yeah. But uh, they're also less powerful than Raccoon. That's fair. So I think that like so long as Shovel Knight makes good use of flare rod yeah and phase lock it yeah he should be good to go i think that's pretty fair actually mm. i i feel like i'm gonna take back my statement about him not having to have items for yeah. now i feel like it could be done yeah However, you just have to play it a lot <laughs> you just have to play it consistently you have to play it over and over again but i think he can totally do it like if he has the phase lock like really there's no way to lose you know yeah well doesn't that have a cooldown it does uh, yeah. it's a very small one but yeah yeah i think honestly i think like Ginyu's the only one that like really poses a threat to him because his like body transition thing isn't is it's it's just like targeted right it's yeah not what like were the con- what were the conditions on that what ginyu's body oh, right. change yeah. yeah so he has to open up like the uh what's it not the vesuvius man vitruvian man yeah he opens his body like a vitruvian man right what does that mean like, he like fucking goes like starfish, starfish right? oh, okay yeah. yeah okay and then just screams change and then a laser shoots out from his entire body 
onto something and switches with it. And I, we've only seen it happen with animate, like with things that like are alive. Oh. So that's the kind of that's the kind of fucker. Well, here's the thing: Shovel Knight's not alive. What? What? <laughs> oh, he's not alive. He's not <laughs> no, no, I'm being a dingus. No, um, and like I think that's too big of a projectile for his shovel to completely deflect. Mm-hmm. Okay, but also if he has to open himself up and he's literally showing you what he's about to do mm-hmm. and he has to say change, it's so easy to hit phase lock it like that, dude. Well, that's true. But like, and then Shovel Knight he- wouldn't necessarily know what he's doing. He like I'm assuming this is a fight where Shovel Knight hasn't met the Ginyu Force before. But this is this is Ginyu... when it counts, Tommy. Yeah, I, I'm just yeah. So when okay. it counts, I feel like he would know. He would. He he he, he would have to get a debriefing. He would have to yeah. get a debriefing. <laughs> he would have to get a debriefing. Yeah. We can put that as part of the like. This is like the asterisk. Yeah. He, as long as he has a he shows up, yeah, and then the Ginyu Force goes, all right. This is all of our powers and our weapons, and this is how to beat us. And Shovel no, Knight no. goes, okay, and then beats them. No, he, <laughs> he just lands. has to be able to look at the wiki the whole time. Oh, yeah. okay. He lands on Namek, and Vegeta's just like, can you force Shovel Knight? <laughs> this is what they're capable of. And then he tells him. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, yeah, Phase Lock, it's the change move. Ginyu's still got some, like, power Blast yeah, he's still real power. Like that, but he can abilities. like you know mm-hmm. that's the main fucker is the change thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So so long as uh, he can shovel knight can uh, fucking blast back his shit, his other key blasts and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Think shovel knight takes this. Dude. Yeah. Now I will say I feel like in this scenario shovel knight only wins like one out of a hundred times. Yes. Oh yeah. But when it counts. Yeah, but when it counts, he, he... wins with phase lock. Yeah, like, he that's wins easy. with phase like, lock. Like, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes cool. sense. Nice. Good but... session, boys. We need to acknowledge a fact. Your ex sucks. That old teacher that like screwed you over that one time sucks. That old best friend who put gum in your hair sucks. Writer's block sucks. My old poetry sucks. Hi, I'm Addie DeVelvis. I am the host of Slam Your Ex Poetry, and I'm here to yell about what sucks through poetry. Slimmer's Poetry is a bi-monthly podcast featuring me and friends. Hi. While we get together and talk about our opinions. Opinion. Indeed. Join us while we yell poetry into my sweet, sweet girlfriend, The Void, and submit your own. She's hungry. I was just saying I have a submission for you guys. Play it on me, dude. I would love to. So... This one was sent to us by at Shelly Leary, and the original post was by at LLW902. Sounds like a Russian bot. Thank you. Thank you, Russian bot. Yes. Thank you, you, at Shelly Leary, uh, for sending us this. And it is, who would win in a fight? Girls with lizards for pets versus girls with birds for pets. Now... Before we go too deep into this, I would like to say mm-hmm. that the way this question is written, mm-hmm. I'm actually, I'm going to get the original transcript. Mm-hmm. Please. Oh, dude. We're reading the Dead Sea Scrolls right now. <laughs> Back to the research center to look at the Dead Sea Scrolls, dude. The whole, the thing is, this is the question word for word verbatim. Mm-hmm. Who would win in a fight? Girls who have lizards for pets or girls who have birds for pets? What that makes me think is... Every single girl with a lizard for a pet versus every single girl with a bird for a pet. <laughs> However, I want to start off with that, and then I want to take it back. Okay. okay. So two, we got a two-round thing. We right? have a two-round thing, yes. Well, then, f- easy. 
Easy determining factor. I feel like you guys can get behind me on this one. Yeah. First round yeah. is literally just how many girls own birds and how many yeah. girls own lizards. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like way more girls have to own lizards, right? I don't know. I feel like birds are a more common thing. Uh, but lizards. But also, birds have the aerial effect effect oh they, no they they, just, the, the they birds just... and the lizards are not a part of this fight oh they're not a part <laughs> they're of the party literally just, just the girls <laughs> yes oh, just okay. the girls dude we them girls we them girls we them girls yes um hey we live, <laughs> we live in the information age why don't we just mean? see how many people own birds and then have that let's find out dude okay google i gotta unlock my phone oh i, sh- sh- I don't it would have been so much faster <laughs> if you now just google is it. searching that well this is gonna be a better bit i feel like okay google how many girls own birds? Uh, I thought I said how many girls on birds. I don't know what's happening right now. We're looking up how many girls own birds, Tim. Yeah, why don't okay. you pull your weight and find out how many girls own lizards? My results are inconclusive. I'm just going to find how many people own birds as pets and then half that. That's not perfect because... There's probably a disparity between men and women who own birds, but number of pet birds in the U.S. We'll just say like one per household. Uh, fucking. That is 4.5 million. Lizards? Lizard owners? Lizard owners. That is a household number. Um, Four million lizards per household? 4.5 million, million lizards per. No. Uh, 4.5 million households own lizards. And well, let's say that there's probably a girl in every single household. There's sure we'll go with that, and we'll say there's half as many people who own birds. No, there's 20 million people that own birds. Right. Okay, the- hold on a second, because <laughs> I didn't really hold thought on he a second. The lizards. Dude. Wait, no, 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 no. I'm, I'm. My statistic says something completely different about birds. About birds. Mine just says that 5.7 million households have birds. When, what is your statistics from? Well, mine's only in the U.S. though. Yeah, ours is too. Uh, these are also from the U.S. This is from 2000 to 2017. And in 2017, 20.6 million number of birds in millions. 20.6. So, like, even if there's, like, two birds per house, that's 10 million. Oh, so that's how many... Wait, hold on. Oh, okay. Okay, yeah. But let's let's just use Winkies for the sake of argument because it's... This is household. It's number of households with a, pe- with a bird. Yeah, that's how many... Are you looking up how many birds are owned? I looked up how many people own birds. What is the what, what, what is the is website the, the say, source, Tommy? Tommy? The fucking mm, you oh you clicked on number of birds in the U.S. Well, yeah, that's like there's none none of them say mine does. That own birds. Mine does. <laughs> do. Okay, then. hold on. This is this is not good content. <laughs> okay, enough us talking about how many birds and lizards there are. <laughs> There's, There's approximately a 1.2 million more households that own birds, and this is from this is from. The Insurance Information Institute. This is an article. <laughs> no way. The defining. <laughs> no, listen. No, no. I'm saying, take it or leave it. Take it or leave it. Take it with a grain of salt, okay? Because this is for insurance information, and we all know how shisty those motherfuckers are. Okay. Yeah. I mean, you got a point there, buddy. Okay. okay so, however, we can say probably around a million more households with birds. So that's mm. roundabout. 500,000 more combatants for birds. Yeah. So round one, easy clap, girls who own birds. Yeah. Round two, Winky. Yeah. Please give us the parameters. Round two, you have one girl that owns a lizard, one girl that owns a bird, 
Okay. They're fighting each other. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, like, what what are the defining characteristics of girls that own lizards and girls that own birds? Stop. Everybody stop. We're, we're just going to pause right here. Okay. They fall in love. Oh, fuck. Mm, they no. beat us. We lose in this situation because <laughs> they don't fight. They fall in love. No. There's no way, dude. Mm. A girl who owns a bird and a girl who owns a lizard. That's just a love story waiting to happen. That's just like... I want to say Romeo and Juliet, but it's even better because they don't die. Yeah. And they're probably not 14. Oh, well, okay. I I see what you don't guys stand are doing in the way right of love, now. Dude. Yeah. I'm not standing in the way of love. I'm just saying, Luke, like... you just doesn't want this to happen. Tim, we're taking this L. We're taking this L all the way to the ground. Yeah, no, it. you and guys this, can have the L. And this L stands for love, bro. <laughs> no, you guys can have the L. I don't want no part of it. <laughs> okay, how about we're this then? We're all in then? this together, Tim. No, how about this then? Girl who owns bird and girl who owns lizard, but the lizard and the bird are in a fight, and then the two owners have to break up the fight. But however... That's how they fall in love! No, 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 because the bird and the lizard hate each other bitterly. They're mortal enemies. And the two owners have to take sides. They have to take sides. And then... So you're trying to say which... You could just say they're bloodlusted, Tim. You could just say they're (laughs) bloodlusted. Oh, yeah, bloodlusted. <laughs> there we go. They fall madly in love. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> they oh fall in bloodlusted love. <laughs> yeah, dude. You know what? I'm done with this. You guys win. The fervor of battle, dude. Love takes the win. Have sure. you ever been Passionate. held at sword point before? That shit is hot. <laughs> <laughs> I've been held at sword point more times than I can count. It's hot, right? <laughs> Not at all. It's terrifying. <laughs> That's just like your opinion, man. <laughs> oh, no, my God. Tom, you got a question, dude? Yes. So one day in Bikini Bottom, SpongeBob walks over to Patrick's house and goes, Pat, look at this fun game I found. Mm. Gross. <laughs> Wait a second. <laughs> That's not what SpongeBob sounds yeah, like. Yeah, but I can't do a good SpongeBob voice, so do you want me to just do my regular voice? Hold on. I want to try SpongeBob voice. Okay, go for it. I'm do it. Um Hey there, Pat. No, that's bad. That's so bad. That's really hard. Yeah, hey, this is bad content, huh? Just like us doing SpongeBob voices, but that's it's not. Well, I was just trying to do an intro to my bit, but then you guys decided to shit on my SpongeBob voice. So yeah, here we are. Yeah, no, we're the shitters, dude. I, okay, we're in the mud, shitting on each other, farting. <laughs> we're yeah. slapping each other's ass. Can I tell my story? Yeah, do yeah. your story. Um, yeah. pa- Patrick's rock flips up and goes, "What's up, SpongeBob?" And SpongeBob. Shows him this cool game that he found way down at the, the bottom of his library. Uh, and they put it out and they start playing and Squidward walks out and like decides to join in and Sandy they call Sandy over and they all finally get everything dealt out to everybody and they roll the dice and Jumanji starts. Can SpongeBob, Patrick, Squidward, and Sandy survive a game of Jumanji Squidward in the out. ocean? Squidward comes out and he says... But it's like water Jumanji. Are you playing Jumanji? (laughs) (laughs) What Uh, are you bozos up to today? I feel like only Patrick survives. (laughs) (laughs) This this just sounds like an episode of Spongebob. I mean, I could easily see an episode of Spongebob where they just start playing Jumanji. Yeah, but like, (laughs) this is more like... But this is mortal mortal death Jumanji. Yeah, if Spongebob and Mortal Kombat and (laughs) Jumanji had a child, this is what it would be. So all the brutality of Mortal Kombat plus the idea behind Jumanji plus the characters from Spongebob. They did... Is Jumanji one of those movies they made 
they like recreated recently? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm talking about the Robert Williams Jumanji. I don't know what the new one's like. I don't know that one. They also Robin made... Williams. Sorry. Yeah. Not Robert made... Williams. <laughs> I made Robert... a face at you. <laughs> You're yeah. like, wait a second. <laughs> they also made a copycat Jumanji called Zathura. Oh, I remember Zathura. I didn't watch this. Sir. This is Zasura. Yeah, it was about. Uh, <laughs> I've never been to Uva Jabu. <laughs> it was about I never two watched brothers. Uva Jabu. Oh, sorry. What are you guys talking reference. about? <laughs> I should stop trying to reference shows that I haven't watched. <laughs> Did you say what? No, it's, I... no, it's fine. Let's let's move on. I'm okay. Fine. Okay. Whatever. You know what? Fuck it. Chain of events. Who needs? What? They all live. Really? Yeah, easy. You think so? Mm-hmm. But I think the. What about the monkeys? Do you think the monkeys get them? <laughs> I don't think. Wait, the is this get literally them. what happens in Jumanji, or is this kind of like a Jumanji style thing in SpongeBob? So it would be more like SpongeBob related things. It would be like SpongeBob, Sandy, Patrick, and Squidward got dropped into jumanji oh okay so not like spongebob flavored jumanji like instead of monkeys it'd be like a bunch of like anglerfish it would probably be like flavored for the ocean so that everything wasn't the elephant drowns the rhino drowns the monkey drowns but like it would probably be ocean themed but they would still be trying to survive jumanji yeah i do not think that squidward survives squidward doesn't survive squidward tries to cheat he Squidward does try, does to, try cheat. to cheat. He's yeah. one of the people that tries to cheat, and he gets like a curse of the monkey tail or something. Yeah. yeah. And then Sandy carries him hard. Yes. As but much as she can. She mm-hmm. sacrifices herself in the end to save oh, SpongeBob you. and Patrick. Yeah. They like uh, keep trying to get away from the game, or like they keep trying to outrun like the problems, and they have to steal the like invisible boat from Invisible Boat Mobile, dude. Yeah, the Invisible Boat Mobile from Mermaid Man and Barnacle Boy. Yeah, and yeah. And then the Orb of Confusion makes an appearance. Yeah. Uh, some, somehow, like, the Krusty Krab and the Chum Bucket get caught up in it. Like, Mr. Krabs is like, SpongeBob, why aren't you at work? And, like, a okay, like okay. fucking elephant fish, like, flies through the side of the Krusty Krab yeah, and, like, yeah, yeah, breaks yeah. through everything and everybody runs away screaming. Yeah, 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 yeah. But ultimately, the only person that survives is Spongebob. Wait, no, Patrick, my boy. Yeah. Sorry. I think they all make it, dude. I don't know. I don't think no, so. I think Spongebob's on the only one that makes now, it because he can regenerate back from being a sponge. Marcus, I, I disagree with you on everyone making it. Also, Patrick can regenerate because that's literally a starfish's whole dealio. That's fair, yeah. Okay, yeah. but Squidward has, like, some insane durability feats. No, he gets pierced by the horn of a rhinoceros fish. <laughs> Rhino fish. Yeah, um, I think he would live that. Also, he cheats and he gets trapped in the game. No, if you get if you cheat, you just get a monkey tail. Yeah. You oh, or you get monkey. like a curse of some sort. Yeah. yeah. He gets cursed and he gets trapped in the game. Curse or no curse, monkey tail. Yeah. We 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 don't just worry. you just curse really no curses next. Marcus, week. stop trying to insert your SpongeBob Dragon Ball Z crossover where Squidward is a Saiyan. <laughs> No, dude. SpongeBob goes great ape. Squidward destroys the moon. Ah, yes. Oh, God. Bonus round. Go for it. Assign the main cast of SpongeBob characters to Dragon Ball Z characters. Squidward is Piccolo. Squidward is Piccolo. Old Man Jenkins is Yamcha. Yeah. SpongeBob's Gohan. Mm hmm. Larry the Lobster's Goku. No, SpongeBob's not Gohan. Who's SpongeBob? SpongeBob is like 
Chiaotzu. <laughs> no, SpongeBob is like Krillin or something. Okay. I can see yeah, that. I can see SpongeBob being Krillin. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, Patrick is Goku. No, Patrick no. is Yajirobe, dude. No, Patrick, <laughs> Patrick is Goku. Is, Patrick is Yajirobe. <laughs> um, Sandy is Bulma. Say it easy. The the old lady from that um, chocolate episode where he goes chocolate. Yeah. I uh, that's a uh, <laughs> Master Roshi. <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Wait, no, Mr. Krabs has to be Master Roshi. Oh, that's fair. Yeah. Yeah. The old lady is Master Roshi's sister, oh, who is the witch. Uh, Baba. Baba. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Last, last one. Last one. Uh huh. <laughs> Bubble Bass's boo. <laughs> oh God. Back no, oh, <laughs> Yes. Um, okay. Back to what we were doing. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I'm gonna stick. I, I like SpongeBob and Patrick make it out. Squidward tries to cheat. He gets a curse that fucks him over, and then mm-hmm. Sandy sacrifices herself in the end to save uh, SpongeBob and Patrick, and they make it out alive. Yeah. So they complete it. We're all on the same page there, yeah. at least. They complete yeah, it. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's good. And then Squidward and Sandy come back next next episode like they always do. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Exactly. I had a question for you guys. Okay. Uh huh. And this this is the last question, so this one's gonna be beefy. Mm-hmm. So get ready for this. Light Yagami from Death Note receives the Death Note, and as he's uh, doing his vengeful, or well, uh, his you know, his no crusade. no mercy, justy, just just justice killing. Yeah, the entire world depends on the best detective in the world uh-huh. to determine who is Kira and uh, find uh, Kira's true identity, aka uh-huh. Light, y- Light Yagami. Yeah, uh, they call Batman. Oh, I thought you were gonna give us a fucker detective, like yeah, like like. Uh, Squidward. What's the the crime dog? Um, Ruff Ruffman. No, Scruff McGruff. <laughs> is that his name? Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> Takes uh, a bite out of crime. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. Stop they it, get Batman. Can Batman determine who Kira is? Absolutely before, not. Before Light can determine that Batman is Bruce Wayne. Absolutely not, because Batman Bruce Wayne leaves so many clues. Man, it's it would be so easy to figure out who he is if people actually sat down and tried to figure it out. You know, like it wouldn't be that hard. Well, you'd say that. Yeah. But like Batman literally goes up against like category 9 intelligences a lot and just doesn't even like like they never make the connection. <laughs> L from Death Note mm-hmm. is a great detective. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that Batman is on par if not a little bit better because oh, Batman can set up a profile for like who is like the perp mm-hmm. way quicker and with a lot more accuracy. Because like a lot of Death Note is actually L being like, um, it could be either of these things, but I think it's this one outlier, and he's right. Mm-hmm. I think that Batman would set would get the outlier every time. Yeah. Plus, like Batman has a lot more connections to not just like the police force and like other those other things, but like Batman also knows like. A lot of magic superheroes that could just like scry. No, that doesn't count. No, 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 no. It's only Batman. No other superheroes. Okay, but also to be fair, L did have like the entire world police force at his fingertips. Yeah, I feel like there's 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 no way Batman could do it. There's no way because like the thing about it is is that it would turn into something where they're trying to figure who each other out who each other is mm-hmm. and it wouldn't be that hard for light to realize that someone was looking for him you know mm-hmm. oh yeah light and knows, so once like... he found out that batman was looking for him it would be his new job to figure out who that guy is and it would be and since batman already has like more of a public face in a sense it would be easier for light to figure out who that person is since that is the main goal well see here, here's the thing too though 
it's kind of a double whammy that yeah. Batman has. Yeah. Because to use the Death Note, you not only have to know the person's name, you have to know, you have to have their face in your mind. Yeah. And so Batman still has the mask. So mm. Light would have to like see Bruce Wayne's face, his full face, and get the name. But his face, he can literally Google Bruce Wayne. Oh, yeah, that's fair. Yeah. yeah if he gets, the, if he gets yeah. the name, he got the face. Yeah. yeah. But I think I think it would be harder for Batman and Bruce Wayne to do. But I think Batman and Bruce, Batman Bruce Wayne also has a lot more, like, computer, internet, whatever knowledge than L did. Cause like he could, he could just set up like he could like use the capabilities of the police force to like set up a thing where he monitors the like IP addresses in certain cities are like tracking certain information, and he could like find like people that have he could like track who has been killed, and then see like if anybody has been made recent searches or made recent like. Well, the thing about it is, is that all of Light's uh, like kills they mm-hmm. were done on like criminals like popular criminals mm-hmm. and all of that information came from the ip of his dad's house and his dad mm-hmm. was the leader of the police force so it's not abnormal that the leader of the police force yeah light had all this information light never had to do any like research everything that he got was either public public information or once he started working alongside the police like that was um like he was able to pull from the police databanks yeah yeah yeah. and like mm-hmm. it was from like a single source it wasn't like from like they weren't able to tell who was accessing it because yeah. the information had already oh, been dispersed. Shit. Yeah. Yeah. And he, he would literally just sit and watch the news and yeah. write names down as he was watching the news. Fuck. Yeah. yeah. He was really smart about it. But I think that, I don't know, dude, I think that Batman, if Batman doesn't figure it out, I think that he gets closer than L does. No, but L figured it out. Spoiler alert. No, he doesn't. Spoiler alert. Yes, he does. He just doesn't want to believe it. I haven't seen Death Note, so I don't know, but I think Batman's really cool, so I'm going to pick Batman. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, you guys I, ever thought about how we're yeah. just Ready Player One the podcast? Oh, yeah, exactly. No, please stop. Uh, yeah, I mean, I see where you're where you're coming from on the whole Batman front. I just I don't think that Batman's smarter than L. And while he may have, uh, I don't think he has more resources than L either. Oh, he absolutely. Does. Oh, he does. Easy peasy. He's dude. like a super duper billionaire. Like a so mega is infinity. L has like infinite money. Do you who? not remember that that L was like one of the richest yeah, fuckers y- on the yeah, planet? Yeah, actually, you know what? I take it back. I think that. Batman and L actually have the same amount of resources. Yeah. They Batman literally... has like supercomputers and shit like that, doesn't he? Yeah, but L does too. L has really? like yeah, L has like literally like the world's best technology. Oh. All of the world's police force at his fingertips. Yeah. I always thought he had like just like a computer. Regular like regular police force stuff. Yeah. I mean like no. he does, but like he also has supercomputers and shit. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, oh, okay. yeah. Also his brain is a supercomputer. Yeah. So it sounds like Batman and L are the same person. Batman's just more capable at fighting hand. Batman's just a fucking Chad. The thing about it is, is Batman and L may be may have the same resources, but Batman has a much more public face. Mm. It would be so much easier for Light to figure out who Batman was and then take him out versus Light trying to figure out who L is. Because when Light's trying to figure out who L is, he has no leads well, whatsoever until he actually meets him. It would it would depend on if Batman made his search public, because if like if he stood if he stood out on the courthouse steps and was like. Uh, like I, Batman, am working with a New York City police force to find the killer that has been killing all these people. Kira. Marcus did yeah. say that uh, Light knows Batman's looking for him. Oh well, yeah, and that case, yeah, because like I, I imagine that for the first few steps of the 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 show, mm-hmm. Batman would have essentially the same thinking process as L, right? Yeah. Where it's like we don't know who Kira is, so we have to like 
we need to coax him out of hiding and we have to give him a message to do that. And mm. so the only way that they can do that is by doing a public broadcast. Mm. But anyway, yeah. I'm taking Batman because Batman can pick pick up L and give him an atomic wedgie. So He can pick up L? Yeah. He can pick up L, Light Yagami, probably Goku, Superman. Um, no. Yeah. No. Tim, Tommy, me, easy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to take Light Yagami mm-hmm. because that's what logic says, uh, and I'm not a buffoon. Okay, well, that's our last goof. And we just want to Wait, hold special- on a second. Hold on a second. We didn't hear what Tommy had to say. Oh, I said I picked Batman because oh, he said that. Super Harry. Come on, guys. Cool. I didn't get it either yeah, of you to my you, side. Dude. Come on, that's man. Our last goof. We just want to say special thanks to our producers, Jess Adams and Max Nolan Young, for editing this episode, designing our cover art, and being Batman. Being the best detectives in the fucking world, dude. Yeah. You got a case, they'll solve it. You can find Max on Twitter at Max and Young, and you can find Jess on Twitter at AntlerGoth. And most importantly, we would like to thank you, our listeners, because without you, we would not have a show to put on. And if you would like to submit a question, then you can tag us or DM us on Twitter at VersusExtreme, or you can shoot us an email at VersusExtremeCast at gmail.com. You can find more episodes of Versus Extreme on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get podcasts. We put out episodes every Tuesday, and please don't forget to rate and review and subscribe to us on iTunes or wherever you listen. It really helps push us up in the algorithm and gets other people to hear the great goofs that you've come to know and love. And also, please hit us up on Twitter this week to weigh in on who you think would win in our most divisive question, which was the... Hmm. We had a lot of pretty divisive questions this week. I'm going to go with the Belcher children versus Ed, Ed, and Eddie who yes. would steal more things from Walmart. Yes, yes. I think that's a good one yes, to do. Even, Even though everyone knows And if you like this episode, Belcher please children. tell a friend. Word of the mouth is the best way to get new listeners. We love sharing this thing that we do as many people as possible. Thank you so much for listening. Listen to Slam Your Eggs. Listen to Slam Your Eggs. Please listen. Uh, I do have something. Ooh. Uh, it would be the Belcher children. Fuck oh, you! Fuck. <laughs> you can't. You can't. This is hollowed ground. <laughs> I'm Marcus Driscoll. Good night, San Francisco. I'm Tommy Calhoun. Beep, beep. Get the fuck out of the way. I'm driving my fucking car. <laughs> fuck you, buddy. I'm trying to get to the emergency room. Ah! And I'm Tim. And I love you. Brought to you by Dryer Sock Productions. Pop that pizza pie in the oven, baby. We're about to start a podcast.